you got murdered. You got murdered. You got murdered. Murdered. this is you've got murder and not unlike these other episodes guys we're back into the scary movies the horror movies we got to chat about them got to talk about them but first and foremost if you really invested in this podcast for the horror films i would highly recommend a show known as zach amico's midnight spook show and the reason that is is because they actually sit down and watch movies with you. And it's very funny. Comedians watching scary movies. <laughs> Anyways, uh, today I'm actually going to be talking about two different things. I'm going to bring up something I have not finished. And then I'm going to talk about something that I did finish. And both of them are, th- they're okay, but I got some uh, I got some issues. And the first thing is, it's a movie called No Escape room all right first uh, first we can all agree it's enough naming these movies escape room i think we've had enough going into escape rooms for a horror movie i think it's pretty much played out right now this movie's unrated which is you're expecting it to be gruesome and it's not it's not even that that's not what throws you away from this movie the first thing that really started throwing me away, <laughs> pushing me away, I should say, was simply the fact that the first people you're introduced to is a father and a daughter. And they look relatively close in age. Like, the dad looks super young. There's no way that he could possibly have a kid that is that old. And then they go to this escape room thing as a bonding, blah, blah. But the weird thing that I found, of course, among other things, was they did this escape room with a group, right? Which simply means that it wasn't just the father-daughter, it was five other strangers. And one of the strangers, who is obviously much older than this daughter, starts hitting on her and following her around. It becomes very ominous. Um, There's a guy who quits. But overall, it's just boring and then when you look at the casting you're like this is all bad because then there's a couple you know a boyfriend and a girlfriend or a husband wife whatever and you're like they're acting like brothers brother sister this is all very odd i don't know how to take in this information whoever casted whoever casted is that the word whoever did the casting for that film certainly didn't think how it would look once it was done because it was not great i mean And I think we can be honest with ourselves and say that it is difficult to make a proper horror film. I mean, no matter what. 
It's always difficult to know what's going to scare, what's going to get you to react. You know, specifically when you're sitting at home alone in a room and just watch this movie, is it going to cause some sort of uh, an emotion or anxiety? But again, I don't know who half these people were. I don't know who any of these people were that were in this movie. I mean, Jenny Ross, Mark Ganame, Hamza, Hack, uh, Catherine Davis, Dennis Andres, directed by Alex Merkin. Horrible last name, number one. Um, Jesse Middlestat wrote this movie. She wrote this movie. Hmm. But yeah, it's not. It's not bad, depending on what you're, you know. What you find enjoyable within thrillers or horror films. And I would imagine for most people, such as myself, when it comes to watching horror films, it's not as if I'm uh, particular to any style, but it's got to sell me on it. You know, there has to be a reason for me to be like, yeah, I'm going to watch this. Because once I start the movie, you're just waiting to see what happens. You're trying to figure it out. Who's the bad guy? What's taking place? Where are the ghosts coming from? All these questions. And if you can answer them early or you're already out early, it just makes it unenjoyable. You're like, ugh, one more, one more hour of this. What's going to happen? So what I deem as good horror movies are just ones that keep you sitting there trying to figure out what's going to happen, what's going to take place, what's going to happen, right? And this movie did have that effect in certain parts, but they're even putting love interests within horror movies these days, where it's like, hey man, it's cool if you guys just try to play the game, why does somebody have to fall in love while people are dying? It's just weird. It's like, oh, now he's going to fight a little harder to make sure she survives. Come on, get out of here. But the next, uh, the next thing I want to talk about here on this episode is the show Evil. Okay, this show was recommended to me by a family member who I trust. So I went in, I checked it out, and I'll say the first three episodes had me invested. But as of right now, <laughs> it's just, I'm not sure what I'm watching anymore. It's like the exorcism, it's like some people aren't real, some people are, some people are, you know, full of a demon, some aren't. Uh, There's a guy who starts telling a young person to do bad things, and he's dating the woman's mom who tells the niece. It's very complicated. But for me, the most, you know, uh, here's, here's, here's what it is. The strangest thing for me is when I'm looking at this main character, this woman, who goes by uh, Kristen in the show, right? She's got four daughters. She's living in a house essentially by herself. Her husband is a mountain summiter. And my only gripe was that I had thought she was the, the main actress from the Promising Young Woman film. But then I looked into it. Not the same lady. And that's all well and good. That's fine. But this show has has confused me so deeply that I'm not, again, I'm not sure what I'm watching. 
Because the first few episodes, you're introduced to these characters and they're interviewing a guy who is allegedly possessed. He killed a bunch of people. And he is terrifying. He's a scary guy. Seems like a killer. And within the three or four episodes, whatever, they find out that he's faking it. And obviously it just leads to, hey, the church needs some more help. You're good at this. Let's solve some more Scooby-Doo type crimes. <laughs> it, I mean, it is fun. It is fun, but it's confusing as shit. And perhaps that's because I didn't watch it all the way through in a single sitting. You know, watch five episodes and then immediately watch five episodes. There's always a bunch of shit in between. So I'm like, I don't know. Do they sell meth or is that another show? I don't I'm confused. But in the end, I'm still satisfied with this and I want to see what's going to happen what the finality is, because this is probably not the last season. This is a CBS show or something like this. And much like anything else that's a horror, a thriller, a mystery, you just wanna, you want the end results. That's why you, you get through it. And I think we all found that joy, at least those of you that listen to this show, we found that joy of finding out the results when we first started learning to read. Because the goal was always to figure, we always knew that there was an ending. You can feel it. You can see it. You can touch it. It's right there. There is an ending. So let's just get through these first 900 pages and we find out the ending. I don't know how many kids were cheating enough to just be like, yeah, I just read the last three pages and, you know, I get it. It's fine. You know, I was never even one of those kids that would use the cliff notes off the internet to do a project. Remember book reports? Ugh. Which that is really what a lot of podcasting is. Especially those of us that review things. It's like, yep, we have to take notes and write down different things that we didn't like or did like and then come and share with you guys and hope that maybe you feel the same or you don't feel the same. But there is no real way of finding out other than you keep listening. You find out in the next episode that maybe the reason that I wasn't such a fan of this movie or show is because I'm a fan of Married with Children or something that you enjoy. I don't know. And there's nothing really that we can do about it, right? I mean, you just... You can't satisfy everybody, and that's fine. That's the joy of it. It's good to have people that don't like what you do. It's not so good when they have they have to tell you. They have to tell you how much it stinks. It's like, yeah, okay, great. What now? What now? What do we do now? But anyways, yeah, I just wanted to do a quick little episode, a couple little things here. Quench your uh, you've got murder thirst, but we will be back Soon enough with some more idiots of history, you know, those goofballs that have thought to cure cancer or many, many things. It's just way more work <laughs> to do those episodes than this. So that's why we've came to this. But again, No Escape Room is on Netflix. Evil is on Netflix. And I, I enjoyed them both. They're both worth watching. It just depends on what you're going to do. I mean, I'm, I'm, the, I'm very cynical in the way of watching horror movies where it's like, hey, man, you got to pull me in within the title screen. I'm telling you right now. And there can't be too many weird things because I'm just going to point it out. And I feel like that's just a, that's an, a way of hiding your anxiety towards the situation, I guess. Making light of the situation. Either way, one final recommendation. You guys should definitely check out the documentary. I think it's just a film or four parts. Murder Among the Mormons. Incredible. 
I mean, the guy was a forger. It's insane. You guys will have to watch it. It is worth it. But I think that's going to be all, all for this episode today. You know? We'll be back. We'll be back. But if you want to support this journey, patreon.com slash podculture. Until next time. Murder.